calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome to Fireteam Chat. I am not Jose Otero. No, you're not. This is Destiny's IGN's... IGN's Destiny podcast. <laughs> this is Destiny's This IGN. is why they don't let me host. <laughs> I am joined today by Alfredo. Hey, what's up, Destin? Um, yes, we have a special guest today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You want to pop over the mic? Let's pop over to him really quick. And Roman. woo! Hi, I'm on Professor the today. What's up, Hello. dude? I am great. How are you guys? We're doing well. Thank so, you for joining us. Broman, tell the, the listeners and the peoples a little bit about yourself. What well, um I am a Twitch streamer and a YouTuber. I do primarily Destiny stuff. I stream like every day and uh, it's a good time. So where 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 can they find you at on the where, Oh, on where the can Twitch? you find me at? You can find me at twitch.tv slash Professor Broman or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Ben WCA. Which doesn't make any sense. Man, you and but Goth and like the, <laughs> like nothing is synced whatsoever, dude. No, every literally all of my social media is Professor Broman, except for that because Twitch would not let me bind a second YouTube account for my highlights when I made it two years ago. Uh, so I kind of got stuck with it. At least it wasn't like <laughs> Twitch.tv slash uppercase and lowercase t three. Oh, yeah. At least my at least my YouTube isn't, isn't like you know like silly bear twenty five like. You know, or something like when I was 10. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, uh, big Bungie update hit. Uh, Let's open up with the release date. You want to open up with that? Okay, let's open up with the weapons. You want to open I mean. Let's open up with the House of Wolves. (laughs) Let's talk about. the three topics we'll be covering today. Let's talk about Destiny 2. No, um, so uh, we'll start with the weapon rebalancing. I think that's the most important topic that we should discuss. Yeah, that's, a, that's uh, a big off the chain. bat. Yeah. Um, so, so if people don't know, Alfredo, do you want to explain what's yes, happening? So there's a lot of changes that are going to be happening in terms of the weapon. I'm going I'm to pull this up. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of weapon tuning. Pretty um, much everything's getting nerfed in some way, except... Exactly. Except pulse rifles. Pulse rifles, yeah. There's going to be a uh, buff for the pulse rifles. Very, very interesting. Um, 
Notable like changes to other weapons like the hand cannon are um, those are going to be less lethal at a longer mm -hmm. range. Um, it's going to be more about accuracy. Yeah, and then you yeah. go with the fusion rifle. Um, the cone spread is going to be a little bit wider um, at a longer range as well. Anything mm -hmm. you can think of too, Broman, on that list? What, what is going to be changed? Uh, well, the the thing I'm most excited about actually mm -hmm. is the PVE shotgun buff of a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. <laughs> so much more damage. I'm I am like ecstatic about that. Yeah, that's um, true. There that's just a... PVE though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh man, if they, um, what are they 100% bumping like PVE? No, no, no. Oh, that won't God. happen. That won't happen. Um but what are they doing for PVP? Anything? Are they leaving it alone? Um it looks like for for shotguns and fusion rifles the only tweaks that they're making in PVP is that they are um it's really weird. The the phrasing like they're basically you're you're gonna have less initial ammo values yeah. when you're mm -hmm. starting a crucible match. So I don't know if that means that like every time you die and spawn in, they're gonna maybe take ammunition away from you. Because I was talking about it on stream today and everyone's like, That's kinda dumb. Uh they're just gonna take it away at the beginning and then you open up a crate and you're fine. Um so Yeah, I think but you also have to go they hunt for that might crate. Be trying to do like, is yeah. just well there's always a crate right in your, your spawn. Total available ammo or something. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you, I, what do you think, Roman? Like, overall, do you think, like, these are good changes, solid changes, bad changes? I like the changes. I think that um, – I, I like that they are constantly focusing on balancing and rebalancing and trying to make everything even. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like, as a, as a player and, like, you know, of, of other MMOs and other games, like, everyone loves min-maxing and, like, I want to have the best piece of gear – but Bungie is really on a mission to eliminate that. Like they, they, they want everything to be a choice. Yeah. You can play however you want. And I think that the dedication to that in particular, I find wonderful. So I'm always excited when I see huge lists of changes because it means they're really thinking about everything and they want everyone to use any weapon they want and not have a bunch of people screaming at you because you're not using a Soros regime. Yeah, here, <laughs> here's the one thing that bothers me. They're yet again tweaking auto rifles uh, to make yeah. them less valuable as a weapon. And that kind of bothers me. They're, I feel like they did really well with them in the last balance to level them out, but they're making them even less powerful at long ranges. They're saying close to mid-range is how you use this weapon. So pretty much they're going to be worthless at long range now? I mean, I, I, I think they're going with the whole point of view of like okay like scout rifles and pulse rifles are going to be like your longer range mm -hmm. right primaries and then your ARs are going to be kind of that somewhat all around little bit of everything the, maybe there's some confusing language with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah especially at the especially at the end so the, the changes simple damage reduction balanced across rate of fire and stuff like that um and of course reducing effective range so that fall off value and accuracy are stronger for combat decisions but then they have this sentence, range reduction is less severe for higher stat values, so now your range stat is more critical. So I feel like the change they might be trying to make is that, oh, hey, if you want to use this at range, you're going to have to spec into it. It's not just going to be native in there, so your range stat doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like that's been an issue with a lot of other weapons, and they kind of address that with the hand cannons as well, is that... If you have a steady hand, it doesn't really matter what range you're using it at. As long as you're not outside of the damage drop-off, you're like, I can use a hand cannon to snipe. I yeah. can use an auto rifle to snipe. Yeah, yeah that's um, true. Well, that's so how it was at launch. I think, that's right. yeah. I, I'm a, yeah. I think that's a good choice. Well, 
the whole goal of this is to get you to use pulse rifles, right? And to like have them as a viable choice <laughs> well, in I mean, combat. Yeah. Is that going to happen? I, Maybe. No. We, I mean, we, we have to we have to take a look and see like once it's actually in the wild. But <laughs> the thing is like they're, at least they're making an effort, right? Right now, like yeah. if you go into PvP with a pulse rifle, you're going to be laughed at. Like yeah. it's not even it's mm-hmm. no way shape or form an option, like mm-hmm. a good option, right? So yeah. I don't know. I mean, they they threw up a bunch of statistics in terms of like, and, like graphs and stuff. Like this is the percentage of like pulse rifle yeah. users and compared to everything else, and it was significantly yeah. lower. So, so they actually buffed it by nine point seven percent. I have the stats up on my phone. Yeah. Um, is that enough? Is that going to make them a viable option? I mean, we, the I, BR the BR in Halo when they introduced it was like the best, right? Yeah. But n- yeah. there's no pulse rifle in this game that acts like that weapon. And like it's kind of true. unfortunate. Yeah, it's true. You I know? know. I mean, I think it's just something like we just we just have to see. And I know a lot of people are just like, "Oh my goodness!" Like my hand cannons aren't going to be effective long range. It's like, yeah, they they want it. They want to make it so like you can go in. It's like, well, what do I want to choose today? Like right now, yeah. it's just like, all right, I'm going to go Suros or I'm going to go uh, yeah. last word. Last word. And yeah. I was like one of the one. I mean, for me personally. One of the things that has kept me out of PvP is my lack of ability to make choices. Like, <laughs> I really like doing PvP, but I want to be able to play with whatever weapon I want. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if I'm trying to do PvP, whether I'm streaming it or not, I'm getting flack because I like shotguns or I want to use a scout rifle. And everyone's like, why aren't you just using a Suros? Yeah. You're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Why are you even playing this game? Go die. They always said get, they always said they're really don't want. heated and and I love balance in PvP and so I don't know if this is I wouldn't say like they're trying to force people to use pulse rifles. I think they're trying to make pulse rifles viable. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing that via tweaks to other things and the weapon itself. Mm-hmm. I just auto rifles are just the spray and pray weapon that too many people are gonna go to. I just yeah. I don't like how the pulse rifles control in this game. It took me until like end game to actually find a pulse rifle that I enjoyed. There's a few that actually have really low recoil and actually have perks mm. that you can utilize. But it's like two guns, maybe Red Death, maybe uh, the one you get from Vault, you know? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. once it and gets the, to the wild. Well, like, right now, the only viable pulse rifles that I have kind of seen or enjoy using are the... Um, I really like the Oversoul Edict, and I really like the Bad Juju, and I haven't had a chance to play with the Red Death. I still don't have that. I don't but, either. I'm still like, hunting that down. Those two I like, but everything else is like if you get a like if you do a Nightfall and you get a freaking Pulse Rifle as a reward. Oh yeah, it's just like, like well, like, that was a bad night. Garbage. <laughs> so we want to move on to uh... yeah, we're gonna move on to the House of Wolves leak now. I'm just actually gonna bring up um, a few notes from the Reddit community. Um, yeah, uh, so initially it kind of came up, and the big thing was that the launch date would be in May. We'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. But uh, what the really important thing is is the new rating on gear, including weapons and armor. It looks like it's going to be 39 now for light levels for on yeah. all your gear. That's what Which... it is. I'm telling you. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. I was going to say, like, yeah. I looked at yeah. all of it, but I didn't, mm-hmm. like, you know, take a picture of it in my head. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be, what, the same thing, right? Where we just go up a couple, like, levels overall in our characters mm-hmm. and stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the question is, we have this huge leak. We know the damages are going to be higher. It's going to be 39 on the light. Um, 
the the big question is is there anything worth coming back for uh the raid <laughs> yeah well yeah the raid but we don't know what weapons are coming from the raid it's just all all we saw was a bunch of vanguard gear and yeah crucible gear as well yeah mm-hmm. um i mean either way just the fact that i mean we know that there's gonna be raid gear to hunt down i think that always gets everyone that plays destiny pretty excited you know mm-hmm. um, i get excited about raid gear it's good stuff yeah it's yeah. good stuff I think it was very interesting. <laughs> I thought it was very interesting that the uh, the little snapshot of the raid, like, okay, yeah, it said level twenty nine. Now everyone was freaking out on the internet, like, why is it level twenty nine? Placeholders, lots of things mm-hmm. on there are placeholders yeah. and will probably change, and if not, for certainly, like, will change. Um, but uh, I, I like how the description said the arena. Yes, I thought that was yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. So I Do know, you- like, the DLC is going to be tied to a lot of like the queen right mm-hmm. and true and that whole story arc yeah you're, line. uh so. there's gonna be new story missions uh and something that's really exciting a new weekly nightfall strike that's level 32 so they're yeah. gonna be upgrading that again um upgrading that and upgrading the i'm sure they'll upgrade the uh whatever the strike playlist as well so mm-hmm. so, so 28 instead of 26 there is what I would imagine. It'd yeah. be silly if it didn't happen. Yeah, well, it needs to happen. So, bro, man. Um, yeah. So it says that it's, it says in the description for the raid, the arena. What, do you, what are you picturing in your head? So, okay. So what I, I've been thinking about the arena for a, a while, and when people are like, that's what it's called, it definitely brings to mind something that's a lot different than, like, Crota's End or Vault of Glass you know, you're when you ambiguous. see the arena, like you think of competition. Yeah. And so, like, I I am hoping. I've been thinking about some things that I would like to see in a raid in Destiny. And so, honestly, like when I think of arena, I think of boss rush. So I would it would to me it would be really cool if the arena raid ended up being something like just insanely difficult fights one after the other. Yeah. Um, and it would kind of it kind of matches because the raids have they've done a really good job with matching the raids with the feel and mentality of like the enemy tropes. So the Vault of Glass is very methodical. Crota's End is very hectic um, and dark. But mm-hmm. you know the aside from like the Cabal, the um, Fallen are very very much like hierarchical knight type enemies and so having an arena where you would fight their strongest people would kind of make the most sense for a raid so that's what i'm really hoping yeah that's what it brings to my mind i'm really hoping like one part is kind of like a gladiator arena style like face off in like a giant like dome it'd be pretty cool like six Mm. people against one big thing or yeah like yeah or just like all right we're gonna like you know crouch cheering stuff and like you know just them sending out different like bosses that mm-hmm. i think that'd be pretty sick be what sick. if the the raid is the queen says you have to go beat the arena to like continue or something so you go in and you fight this arena type thing you guys were talking about that'd be kind of cool yeah. i think cool. that would be fun yeah. I, and also like i mean it might be dreamy but like you could something that they haven't done with raids but they really really could do is kind of since they have such a vast variety of enemy types and they have all this different stuff that's built in as there's potential for randomization inside of it. So what if you go to the arena and every time you enter, there could be changes to it. Like you maybe fight the same set of bosses, but there's an arc burn or there is, you know, like different modifiers that could happen. And that would honestly 
that would any raid if they could do that to any raid That'd in the game cool. and it would really revitalize it because every time you play it it's not the same raid that actually be pretty awesome and then they could have like changing landscapes too mm -hmm. um yep. yeah that's sick actually do you do you <laughs> think would be really really cool so uh luke from bungie said that uh they're gonna not make the same mistakes that they did last time it's like the exotic Protozen. gear Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no, they just said we're not going to make the same mistakes. Oh, yeah. They were purposely the same mistake. Yeah, yeah, I, I read that. Um, do you think they're going to do something for Vault of Glass and Crota's End, giving you a reason to go back and play those raids? I think a good reason would be like, hey, if you play the raid again, you get those uh, those like um, legendary pieces of raid uh, weapons. Mm -hmm. They'll be like whatever the current like level damage is yeah i think that's all cool. they need to do to make them replayable yeah. just like yeah okay if I can go back and get a higher level of vision of confluence or fate yes. bringer oh i'm doing it like 100%. those we exactly. those weapons are highly <laughs> exactly. sought yeah it's so. unfortunate they haven't done it yet in my opinion there should be an upgrade system or a reason to play through vault again on a higher difficulty yeah why haven't they just flipped the switch yet all they really have to do <laughs> is add the higher difficulty option add the higher difficulty option uh, and then change the drops to be better drops. No, I, mean, it, I think that I would mean, be a good fix. I've, I spent a lot of time thinking about this because uh -huh. it seems like a simple solution, right? Like, it seems like all they got to do is just the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, why don't they just <laughs> do the thing? Obviously, there's and a so lot to implement. I like to, yeah. when, I, when, I, when I'm thinking about the stuff, I like to think about, like, what the game developers have in their toolbox and what they might be concerned about. Like, why don't they just flip the switch? And I think that maybe one of the things they could be quite concerned about is balancing because some of the weapons from Vault of Glass are so good. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're just so good. Yeah. But if they were to come out with the higher damage versions, they would again become the only choice for most situations. So they might oh. be like protecting their babies. Like, no, we like all this stuff. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense, right? Like, like Which would be a terrible, terrible reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, it I really see would. That. But I, I totally, I totally agree. I was a little bummed that there wasn't like, you know, level thirty-two vault of glass mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I'll be really honest. Hard mode Crota is not a fun thing to do. Uh, hard mode. I, I. This is my opinion personally. Okay. From 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 running it a lot, um, and running it on stream a lot, it feels very unbalanced compared to hard mode. Um, Vault of Glass, yeah. because you're constantly up against a damage wall, which it because everything's one level above you and you're taking more damage and all this other stuff, and it leads to a lot of, I it leads to a lot of things that are problems that aren't necessarily execution and player based, which is extremely frustrating as a player to say, yesterday we did this in 25 minutes, today it's taking us an hour and a half, and there's literally nothing different. Um, it's just whether or not enemies decide to cooperate with you in their movements. And I feel like yeah. that takes away a lot of player agency, and that bothers me a lot. So, mm -hmm. so that's what kind of bugs me about the hard mode Crota encounter. Yeah, just, I just, completely agree with that. Yeah, um, I agree. And just in general, I, I don't enjoy the Crota encounter as a whole. It's just a stationary boss that you knock down and then you hit a bunch. I mean, I like the teamwork a aspects of it, yes. but I just... I don't like it as much as like the Vault of Glass encounter where you get teleported somewhere and you have to do a thing in there and your yeah. team split up. Uh, you know, one you're covering each other on the inside and on the outside you're covering the guys on the inside, getting them an exit. I like that that 
you're kind of split up into two groups, and then you come back together to yeah. put the damage on the boss. I mean, I think yeah. it goes back to what Broman, mm. Broman was saying like earlier, where it's just like, you know, Baltic Glass is more methodical, right? Yeah. And then Kreta is more just like smash through these walls and keep going. Um, and and it could it really it, it really could honestly just be that's the choice they wanted to make. They felt like that's how you would fight the hive mm-hmm. or you would fight Crota in particular. But I just really like I, I strongly dislike the idea that like Vault of Glass, everyone does damage except for the relic bearer, and in Crota's end, nobody does damage. Nobody does damage except for the relic bearer. So it is a it's like it's the polar opposite of the raid, which means like there's a whole bunch of pressure on one person, and it might be a great experience for them, but the rest of your team kind of feels helpless. And when that person messes up, you get mad at them. Mm-hmm. And it, ugh, it's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of pressure on one person. It's, it's hectic. It's it's hectic, which, again, matches with what they are you know may have been trying to do. Wait, well, Roman, I, Roman yeah. does have a sweet-looking Crota sword, like, literally right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah let's see it. <laughs> Like yeah, this thing is this, awesome. This is my sweet, yeah. Look at that, dude. <laughs> this it's is, sick. This is pretty. I got this because I, I was like, man, I don't have any Destiny memorabilia. I would really like something, but I didn't really like any stuff on the Bungie store. And then I found this guy on like Etsy, who uh, was like, dude, I make Crota swords, and I was like, what? So yeah. yeah, I got this thing. It's this really. It's freaking awesome so that thing is totally awesome how yeah, heavy is it in real home. life i got it my girlfriend was like dude we're gonna put that over the tv she's like, <laughs> she's like we're gonna put it right there because it looks so badass is it like made out of foam it is it's it's made out of like uh like oh, a I... little bit like tough tough yeah. foam it's a little it's a little wiggly it looks it really good you can you can see the um i actually it too hard on this end it like kind of moves like it's, it's gonna break uh... But I imagine it's not designed to yeah to actually start. Sl- <laughs> I actually and saw. I'm, I'm glad it didn't show up in like a 20 pound package. And I saw. Oh my have goodness! Like and it's like made out of pure metal. House. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty that's cool. sweet. I did see someone retweet one time. There is there's this guy that makes actual like legit replicas of uh, the last word in the thorn hand. Oh cannon. yeah, that's right. Yes. So cool. Mm-hmm. They're like four hundred dollars though. <laughs> but I still, want one really bad. So but I can't. cool. The I fact that can't. they exist is yeah. cool. <laughs> Uh, I can't do it. All right, so we have to move on to our last topic, and uh, that is uh, the new release dates. Originally, this was rumored to be May, which uh, March, right? March. Well, okay. Was, originally, okay, so like originally it was March. It was March because of that comet like yep. uh, projector, comet picture, yeah. DLC picture, yeah. Thing then, yeah. then with this leak, we heard May, and now Bungie came out and officially said it's going to be quarter two of 2015, which is actually April. April through june yeah april yeah. may no june. no no yeah, yeah that's right april, april may, may or june, june. <sighs> that worries me i i think that's rough um mm-hmm. april <laughs> we're all on the same page that's good yeah, yeah. I, I think i think april okay like march is gonna be a very like you know i gotta tread through this mud like mm-hmm. people just aren't going to play but, like if it's in may or especially june like uh, June would that's be w- entirely too long, in my opinion. That's yeah. way too long. There's too many other games that are com- going to come out that people are going to get invested in, and uh, it really worries me for the player base of Destiny. Yeah. When we when we come back in June, you know, we're pretty hardcore players. We'll probably come back. Is any are as many people going to be there, or is the player yeah. base just going to totally drop off? Is it going to lead you know? to a lot of abandonment? So, so I've actually been thinking a lot about like, okay, I'm hoping that they're saying quarter two and it's April. 
like April yeah. first week, like April seventh. Like yeah. Hoping or that, and then the rest is just kind of to in case something goes wrong. Like they Bungie. have, they have room. Bungie yeah. just saying, my birthday's April fifth. You know, <laughs> just saying, I don't know it what day that is present. this year, but yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that the I definitely think that quarter two seems like a long time. I think early quarter two wouldn't be too bad, but anything longer than that really worries me. Unless they have a whole bunch of other stuff they're kind of have hiding in the wings that they're going to be pushing out. Like, like everyone seems to enjoy Iron Banner, but it's kind of starting to wear thin. You're like, Iron Banner again, yay! Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Especially if you have all the gear. They might have some other stuff on their toolkit, like some more PvE events, mm-hmm. maybe some more unique changes. Maybe they want to make the changes to, you know, Vault of Glass and all that other upgrade stuff. It doesn't necessarily have to come in a DLC. They had the yeah, they had sure. the Queens thing like once. Yeah. And then they're Nine like, time. Oh, we don't like it. I so think what could help alleviate that pain is uh like events, right? Like maybe some cool PvE events. Yeah. Um bring back the Queen, um, the Queen's bounty stuff, uh bring back Iron Banner. There's rumors of a Trials of Osiris, like a more hardcore type. I think yeah, you thing. know like honestly, Trials yeah, of that's Osiris coming. would probably be a really, really big deal that's yeah. multiplayer that's based though right but people every time iron banner comes up my chat is just like dude what's trials of osiris <laughs> i want to do trials of osiris right now when can, <laughs> I, when can i play this trials of osiris thing <laughs> like people get pumped about that i'm not even great at pvp but i would bust my butt to uh to to get into some trials of osiris action it's gonna be especially because there's like that fate of all fools thing that everyone thinks is coming from trials of osiris yep. oh that's right yeah so i mean mm-hmm. i think i think stuff like that could really help um but honestly i i know a lot of people who when you know even even though like my, my brother for example he's hardcore you know um, especially when it comes to game like destiny but <laughs> if he's not playing it for a couple months like he's young like he can use the money to buy other games you know so yeah. he's gonna get rid yeah. of it and mm-hmm. he's going to trade it in or something or sell it and then buy it, use it to buy a different game. I think the only thing they have going for them is, like, it's free. You don't have to – well, not the DLC, but, like, the fact that yeah. you can play online is free. No subscription. Yeah, and people who ordered the more expensive versions also got it for free, the DLC for free. So yeah. I think there's still going to be a player base there. But this is a scary time for the game, like, leaving that big of a gap. Hard mode yeah. released. Hard mode released in January. Right, so they really need something to fill that space, and if they're yeah. betting everything on Trials of Osiris, that's that'd be I'd be scared if I was on their side. I think they at you least know? need that though. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I, I they think, need more than that. Very, is what I'm at saying. At the very least, yeah. like if you just don't have anything, like sure, a, a large amount of people will come back, but you got to think like a good chunk are just just gonna get sliced off the top and never return. Yeah, I know yeah. you and I have been playing a little less, you know, than we normally do because yeah. you know we have just responsibilities and other games that we're mm-hmm. playing. And if that's where we're at, then that's a little concerning for where the overall community is going yeah. to be at. I mean, this is weeks, a question I want to ask months. Roman, because like I, yeah. like I pretty much, like I pretty much have everything at this point. And I need six exotics and that's it. And I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing I, like, and I play this game a lot, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, there's just nothing to bring me back night after night. But like, Roman, like how do you feel? Because you stream, destiny like 12 hours a day like yeah um i mean from from my perspective as a streamer um i am getting to enjoy uh like okay for my mmo experience one of the things that i love to do as finally once i have all my stuff you just play the game 
um, which is something that I really, really enjoy. You play it how you want, with who you want, you help people. So, like, uh, from a streaming aspect, it's for me, it's almost really relaxing to finally have everything sort of finished up. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the, you know, at the other end of that spectrum, that is super fun for me, but it might not be super fun for everyone who's watching. They might want to see new stuff, and the new stuff's not there. Um, it is, it's worrisome for me for, like, the Destiny Twitch community if there's a huge gap in content. Because people will be like, mm, yeah. I don't know. And I, I do have, you know, most of the stuff. I only need a couple more exotics on PlayStation. And I have I do play on Xbox One as well, but it's kind of like a poverty character. Um, <laughs> pov- well, I mean, I, I like to play with everyone that I can, yeah. which is why I picked up the Xbox. Um, but I'm just really, like... I'm nervous about it. I'm 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 excited because I like just playing the game, but mm-hmm. I'm also nervous about it because I I want new things to do too. Yeah. Um. And I don't want to. I love playing the game. I love streaming, and the community is fantastic on Twitch. It's really. I've been on Twitch for a while, and it's one of the best communities I've ever participated in on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'd hate to see all that kind of wane or go away simply because of a unreasonably long gap in content. Yeah. Uh, even even from with this the producer. Pod- yeah, even with this podcast, like uh, we've noticed, like a huge outpouring of support, and there are other fans out there. Yeah, uh, you know? just today we found out that we were on iTunes, uh, up and coming, yeah, or new and noteworthy, new oh, and wow. noteworthy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and we were what the number one video game podcast yeah. for like three weeks now. Yeah, for three That's weeks. Crazy. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's been doing well, and a lot of people are just like, why? I know. So like sometimes in my streams, I get a lot of backlash. Like, why do you still play this game? Well, a lot of people, <laughs> including myself, still play, watch, and. It- enjoy enjoy it yeah it hit it is such a good game because i feel like to me it hit a lot of like just a lot of the things that i like about games and like games like any other art forms it's about like adapting old concepts and old practices into something and then you use that to create something new so destiny took a whole bunch of stuff that people like first person shooters looter shooters mmos you know uh, grinding slow progression all these things that people really really like but they're kind of only getting maybe on a pc experience and they brought it to console yeah um in in a format that everyone loves to play on console like people love console fps's so like there's all of this great stuff that everyone's like it's got a little bit of something for everything and if you like all of those genres it's like literally just this golden egg of a game yeah mm-hmm. you know when I... I first played it i was not expecting that at all Mm-hmm. But within, like, you know, four hours, I realized what I was playing, and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. I think I think one of the uh, the things I'm scared about, too, and, and this goes from me being, like, my, my streamer point of view, is that, like, in January, um, it was – Destiny was, like, the number eighth most, like, watched game on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Like, they, True. They, they throw out like, an article. I feel like with this gap, like, we could drop off the top ten, you know? Yeah, and for I feel sure. Like it sucks, you know. It sucks that like <laughs> it does suck. It, it <laughs> yeah, it, does it, suck. It, it sucks because like it's obvious that if you keep putting out a good like flow of content, the people will be there. But that gap, you know, you can see a drop off of just people who don't want to, you know, need to take a break. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, guys, that's um, all we have time for today. I agree, Alfredo. I am a little worried, but. Thank every thank you everybody for watching the podcast, the Jose List podcast, where I stumbled <laughs> through hosting. <laughs> now this is fun. Uh, yeah. So, Broman, um, yes. So go ahead and toss us like where do you want people to find you? The Twitter, the YouTube, the Twitches. Right. Um, yeah. So here you go. If you want to find me, 
anywhere on the internet except for you except for youtube <laughs> uh you can find me professor roman professor roman on twitter professor roman on twitch uh, i don't have a facebook page but you know maybe you can find me if you look for professor roman you're, you're gonna find me exactly. um primarily if you if you want to see me you want to interact with me twitch.tv slash professor roman i am there literally every day streaming destiny or if it's not destiny it's something else fun and YouTube, it is YouTube.com slash Ben WCA. <laughs> I apologize for the lack of continuity, but it's easy to remember if you're like, Waka! Ah, like that works. Know, it's, it's, it's how I keep myself from crying. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where, that's where you guys can find me. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I had an absolutely wonderful time. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was a blast. You know? really... I mean, there's a lot of us that love talking about Destiny, so it's mm-hmm. like, well, why not make a podcast on it? Yeah, it was <laughs> great having you. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Alfredo, where can uh, people find your stuff? They could find me, they can contact me on Twitter at the Alfredo Place, um, mm-hmm. and I am streaming the Destinies and, and now Smite mm-hmm. um, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Alfredo Plays. Mm-hmm. And occasionally I play with uh, Broman, Goth, and all those guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can email the podcast at destiny at IGN.com. We've got a lot of emails to go through, but we do at least read all of them. Thank you so much for everybody who sent an email. Uh, you can find me mostly on Twitter, at Destin Legary. And uh, thanks for watching this week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.